Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Carlene Savage, conflict resolution expert and your host. And today it's a conversation about a post I read and you've read them too. This post was on Facebook, but it could be anywhere. And it's something that you come across in your feed and it informs you that somebody you know has passed away. Yeah, a friend of mine passed away. She was a work associate from several years ago, probably over a decade for sure. But I scanned over like we do. I scanned through the comments looking, looking for nuggets of information, looking for trickles so that I could hold on to her a little bit longer, looking for memories. And you see a lot of the, I'm praying for you, our prayers are for you, I'll pray for you and your family. She was a great person or he was a great person. So inspiring, grateful to have known them. Um, Condolences. I pray that your family will be comforted. These are all the things that you read. And I really love the ones where somebody stops and almost gives their own little eulogy of the person. And it, when we go through these things, we, we can cycle through that healing process in a matter of minutes or in weeks, or it comes in and out. And we begin reflecting on our own, what we know of them, what they contributed, what their life must have been like, what those last moments might have been. How did it happen? What happened? Who's suffering because of it? And... This woman was a good woman. We were not close, but I was, she contracted me for work. I spent some closed door time with her. It was just me and her in a car sometimes. It was just me and her making decisions. And you start cycling through that. What, what did, what did I contribute? What did we contribute? And I begin looking at this like a conflict that just recurs. So she and I have talked very rarely, but periodically, but we were connected on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I remember this woman telling me when we first, when we first signed up to do a contract together and she was telling me, and at that time I was working public relations and I, new marketing. I had my bachelor's in marketing. And so she came to me and she said, we need to do this project. And I really think that you could help lend some information, your creativity, your innovation in marketing could really lend to that. And she kind of describes something that she wants in the marketing or public relations or something aspect and kind of wants me to come to the table with ideas and what can we do? So she flies me out. Um, I go out to uh, the, another state because we're doing it. It's a state project for the state. And interestingly, this was gosh, over a decade ago, well over a decade ago, maybe 15 years ago. And it was on a pandemic. It was a state project of what is their pandemic 
going to look like? And it's interesting because now we've had COVID and a pandemic, and we were working on this project 15 years ago, at least. Anyway, um, the beautiful memory derived by her, derived by the announcement that she passed. But while we're on this phone and we're talking about this project coming up, um, I tell her, she says, how much are you going to charge me? And I don't remember what I said, but I told her some amount. And she thought for a minute, and we're on a conference call, so her admin is on with me because her admin's going to execute the rest of the, the agreement. And as we're talking, she pauses and she's like, okay, I don't remember how he got there. But I remember the message. <clears throat> and she said, Carlene, you need to charge what you're worth. And if you don't value yourself, other people won't value you either. Now, I've heard this over and over and over again. But it hit hard because this woman came back into the conversation and after she had told me kind of, this, it's an umbrella shot of the conversation. I'm confident she told me more or shared a story or something like that. But she came back in and she offered me considerably more. And she said, is this a price you can live with? And I'm going, absolutely, because I completely gave her a much lower offer. And so she flew me out. She paid me this money, which... I, you know, struggled to give her the invoice over. And then when we got there, we, I got to spend time with her in the car as we drove around. She told me this, you know, her views on travel, on being an executive, on leading a company that worked with um, the Mayo Clinic, her views as an executive working with Choice Hotels, her views on travel and how she travels. You know, you don't get to go to a class, a college class for this. You don't learn this in high school or at the feet of your parents. This is the stuff that the richness of relationships can bring. And if we're willing to be open to quote unquote, what others might look at as chastisement, if we're willing to allow and welcome those things in and just accept, it doesn't mean you have to agree at the time. It doesn't mean that you have to um, feel humiliated. You just take it in. And as she, t you know, she told me, Carlene, you need to charge what you're worth. I just took it in. She had the grace to offer me more. That was a gift. I took that in. So when... I hear of her passing. These lessons come through and open up. And be if we allow, I'm, I apologize, another phone call. Um, if we allow those things to come in and come through, we learn and there is resolution. So we can sit and go, huh? She kind of insulted me by telling me I don't know how to charge what I'm worth. I can sit there and say, when I traveled, what happened when I traveled is, long story, but I ended up with no money. 
Um, I had to negotiate with the hotel. Now, I had no money because of nothing nothing having to do with my actions. So I had money when I left, but when I landed, there was no money. And so I, t- I didn't tell her that. I kind of shrouded the direction. And she found out that I didn't have any money. And I didn't tell her why. And... I can tell you, I can tell why in, in, in another podcast, but, um, you'll have to remind me, uh, but what she said, another lesson is Carlene, I always travel. I have $2,000 on my credit card at least. So she, you know, she had a f- several, but she had a much higher limit. She goes, but I will always travel with $2,000 in cash. And that way. I know that if something happens with my cards, something happens that I didn't expect, then at least I know I can get around and get home with cash. What a great lesson. So what does this all mean today? When it comes to conflict resolution, how are we taking people in? When I deal in conflict resolution and I ask people, what's your goal? What's your goal in the moment? What's your goal for this situation? What's your goal for that relationship? What's your goal? This is ultimately what I'm talking about. What is the message you want at the end of the day? What is the message you want to put out? What is the message you want to take in? What is the message you want to be remembered by at the end of the day? So as I reflect on death... And it's all around us. And it is gut-wrenching. And there are people, we all know, we are them. We are suffering loss every single day. And how we show up is how we resolve. So if we're showing up with the bitterness and the anger, you may need to work through it. I may need to work through it. I've had those relationships where they haven't been good at the passing. Um, But how do I resolve those things? My mother passed away. We did not have a relationship. It always had an undercurrent of venom. I had learned a great deal about her that submerged, sabotaged my life. And, but here's the thing. She was an incredible nurse. She had a powerful bedside manner. She is gifted. She could make people feel welcome. Anybody that knew her could have easily gone head to head with me and said, no, you don't know your mother. And they would be right. I did not know what they knew of my mother. They are correct. But I also knew things of my mother. I have family members that would do that with me. But then they can also admit that there were things that were, that I know that were, that they know, I know that they know, (laughs) that were true. And they discount the impact and that's unfair. So my mother passed away 
And I spoke at her funeral, but I spoke of the richness of her life, the contributions, the fact that she was a seamstress and a good one. She was exceptional. She could make people feel so lifted and so light. That is a gift. She left things behind. That is a gift. Now, did she have all these magnificent flaws? Absolutely. There are things that she did that would be criminal. And, and yet, resolution. How do we want this to look? What is the ultimate goal? Is my ultimate goal to feel the wrath of her, her impact on my life? Is my goal to not judge? Is my goal to make peace? Is my goal to heal? Is my goal to spread the news? Is my goal to use our history as an opportunity to, to teach resolution? Is my goal to be relatable and help people know I get it? I don't know what your goal is. But hearing about the death of my friend, it cycles all those things through us. Like I said in the beginning, it could be a few minutes that we cycle through the healing and it could be weeks, months, years. It could be something where we cycle through, which will be the, the case with this woman that I know. It'll be something, and it has been something, that she comes in and out of my thoughts. Her lessons that I learned from her comes in and out of my thoughts. And that has been ever since I've known her. It has come in and out of my thoughts. And the lessons I've learned from her, knowing that she, she you know, planned for her travels, knowing how she de dealt with me delicately, knowing that she taught me that I need to be worth more, knowing that, and I didn't even realize it because I thought I'm really good. Um, but she also knew, having worked with places like Mayo Clinic and Choice Hotels, that there is more money to be had and they pay bigger dollars for the value because it impacts more people. Makes absolute sense. <clears throat> the work I was doing with her was going to impact an entire state. And 15 years earlier, we were planning this pandemic. We didn't know. We just knew there would be one. And wow, I got to be part of that. That state doesn't even know I was touching their pandemic um, process and, and plan. But this woman did. That's what she did for me. That was a gift for me. How do we look at these situations when we're in conflict? And I'm not talking about the situation of death. I'm talking about the situation of memory, the situation of how do we apply when you are looking at a really tough situation in your life. What is the goal? What is the memory? What is the thing you want at the outcome? And then work your way back. One of the hardest ones is healing because you've got to look at it and then work your way back. I was sitting in a church. I was sitting in church one day and there was a, 
a person speaking, a leader from, you know, all over and well-known. And he was speaking in that, in that church meeting. And right in the middle of the church meeting, a man, probably four or five rows in front of us, directly in front of us, a man sitting there tips over, dink. And so everybody scurries and, and trying to be very quiet, and they are very quiet. They get him out of this area that we're sitting in. They get him out, and a note goes up to the speaker. So during this person speaking, he's got the note. He's very poised. He's obviously been in these positions before where you get notes while you're speaking. And he makes the announcement. Oh, so-and-so, John, we'll call him John. John was just taken to the hospital. You heard everybody go, in the room, right? And then he continues his talk. And he's talking, and he's counseling, and he's blessing, and he's going through it. And somehow another note gets up there. And he said, so I want you all to know that John has passed away. The room goes, ah! I mean, imagine there's probably 500 people in this room and the room is going ah! in unison. John has passed away. Ah! And he bangs his hand on the, on the thing or the pulpit that he's speaking from. And he bangs his hand down and he goes, do you think any one of you are going to get out of this life without a death? And for me, again, if you at the from the beginning, I said, what are we pulling? What are we learning? Are we willing to take it in? And some people could sit there and get very offended. And it's not that offense can't be there in a conversation, but I was taking it in and going, okay. And instantly I realized, oh my gosh, wait a minute. We're all going to get that opportunity. And everybody we know is going to get that opportunity. And people we love have gotten that opportunity. And people we anguish and crave to have back have walked through that opportunity. But he went on and he said, none of us are going to get out of this. Why? Why are we mourning the loss? And he went on and he said, what better place for this man to be than right here in church? He was doing what he needed to be doing. He was doing his best. He was, and he just went into this, like a mini eulogy. He didn't even know this man, but it was resolution. It was how he was going through the process. It was how he was going to teach. What is the goal, right? He had 500 people that were about to lose their cookies. And most of us didn't know him. But it's like it happened right there in church. It's like we, we, we felt and went through that experience. So now what? Begins the healing. And he was leading. And he was walking us through this. You're not going to get through it. What are you leaving? What's, what are you leaving behind? That is the message. So again, what's the goal? You are dealing with a conflict. You are dealing with a pain, a hurt, something that you just went through, something you're suffering, suffering, something that was done to you. What is the goal? 
What is the goal? When you need to go out and tell somebody about it, what are you hoping to accomplish by doing that? Not that it's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but know the goal. What are you trying to accomplish? Are you trying to accomplish healing? Are you trying to accomplish a rally of support? Are you trying to accomplish um, dismissing and ridiculing this person? What Are we trying to accomplish seeing a different view of this person, seeing a different intention? Are we trying, what are we trying to accomplish in that question? So that friend that I saw on my Facebook feed of her passing, she brought me another gift today, and that was reflection. Reflection of the lessons, reflection of the examples, reflections of the, of the chastisement um, that taught me something, the remembrance of learning. She brought me the remembrance of humbling myself to see, to see my flaws and to see my fabulousness. That is the gift today for me, but I, it always turns to resolution. So I share it with you and I hope that it resonates. It's a beautiful day. Just ask.